All right, folks, welcome back to GDP. Got lots going on in the show today. It's going to be another good one. And yes, I know, you're going to break my balls. I'm John Nothing Doe, in case you didn't know. And on today's show, we have a lot of people on board. So to start it off, we got Asher Moon. How are you? I'm awesome as always. How are you? I'm good. I haven't heard from you for a while, so obviously I'm not doing any fuckery in my life that you have to read the cards for. <laughs> yeah, really? No, I've been... <laughs> I've been super, super busy with, like, real-life non-tarot-related stuff, so oh, I'm sorry okay. to all of my followers on other internet things that I haven't really posted much stuff yet, but things are starting to settle down, so I will have something out for you all soon, I promise. I think one of the uh, one of your followers got right upset with you and bought one of the Blow Me t-shirts off the teespring.com store, and I'm not sure if it was in reference to you, but they wanted your address, so I'm just putting it out there. Oh, my... <laughs> Well, you tell them if they're if they're bringing money or maybe some pizza or something, I'll be down with that. But uh, they yeah. were like, "Can we no, get otherwise... this in pink?" <laughs> I was like, "Uh, no, it comes in white." <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, though, my address stays a secret, please and thank you. Yes, yes. <laughs> also on the show, Motorsports Mofo. How are you, pal? I'm wonderful. Happy to uh, to be here as always. Want to give a quick shout out to. Uh, I know we had uh, Patrick sixty nine there, so my buddy that I've been talking to down in Florida. So, yeah. Uh, hope you're enjoying that warm weather as we're getting absolute shit up here in uh, Canada. But you, you uh, can't enjoy forget it, buddy. You can't forget about um, Donna. Yeah. That's so from Peterborough, home Donna of the homemade dart. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> so, <laughs> oh fuck! This is gonna be uh, a hard uh, Donna, Donna, it was it was nice to meet an official Donna, so that was pretty cool and. Uh, also, a uh, shout-out to another buddy I know. I'm sure he's out there listening. Um, Neil, if you're out there, buddy, thank you again for listening. Excellent. And then also on that note, I know you guys are going to be real excited about this. He was on the last show that just came out not too long ago, the one, the only, Alan Smithy. How are you, pal? Oh, man, glad to be back. Imagine that, two weeks in a row. I know. Two weeks in a row, you get me. It's impossible to get me on. But two weeks in a row, brother, I'm telling you, it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> you know, it's almost like uh, I paid you or something, right? <laughs> almost. No, no, no. You pay me in kindness, my friend. No, as I, I, I'm here because, A, I've always wanted to be on the show with Astroman, but but to, to share the airwaves with the legends that is Motorsports Mofo, I could not, like, I just could not resist. I I had to I had to come on. I had to grace myself with the presence of, of the Lord Almighty motorsports mofo and i i always thought to what do i owe such a pleasure to uh to be seated next to you but it uh wow the pleasure is all I, mine I, i'm all goosebumps i'm good i'm all tingly i'm just gonna <laughs> leave the emphasis on uh mofo <laughs> oh man just keep those hands on the table uh, right. the only place i keep where them. we can see them yes yes I'll, I'll put them on the webcam guys okay folks don't forget we have a we have a store virtual store teespring.com you can get our hoodies. You can wear the yoga pants just like Mofo. You can wear the blow me shirt like Asher Moon when she receives it in the mail from her hate mail from her one of her people for not posting. Or hell, you can even wear a mask like uh, Alan Smithy does because he doesn't want to smell your bullshit. Just head over to our <laughs> link at uh, podbeam.com and uh, you can't miss the link. You're going to love the gear. I love it. It's really good quality stuff. I, I just want to add to those, those, those pants are rather comfortable. Just saying. You know, I'm not really a fan they of look, the camel's tail, but you know. Uh, they honestly zone. make your ass look fantastic. I, I <laughs> gotta be honest. Perfect. At least there's some positives in here, right? Before this train wreck starts. So today we're going to be talking about lottery, and you know, um, we're just finishing the Christmas holidays. Um, for the most part, we're just about to go into 2021. 
which I'm very excited about because 2020 was a real shitter kind of a year. And with this lottery thing, you know, everybody kind of thinks about it. Everybody can kind of relate to it. And I think that's why what makes this very interesting, you know. So we got uh, Asher Moon, and I'm going to ask you first because um, I got to be a gentleman. And I know Alan Smith, he's a gentleman. I can't say so much for MoFo, but I'd like to have no, your input right. first. He's a goddamn asshole. I love him, but, you yeah. know. <laughs> okay, so let's imagine you got $70 million. Now you've got your picture taken in Canada. I, I can't say so much for the U.S. because I don't know too much about their lottery practices. But here in Canada, you won it, and now you had your picture taken. So everybody knows, Asher Moon, you've just won $70 million Canadian. And that's, um, I can't remember the conversion. Uh, I know Alan Smithy had it. It was something like the equivalent of... $54 million. Yes, $54 million American, which is right now the standard until that economy completely hits the shitter. So with that being said... I like said, when you say $70 million Canadian better because that number's bigger. So. It just sounds nicer. I mean, you're not going to get as much, but whatever. It still sounds nice. I got to be honest. The size really matter, though. <laughs> when it comes to yeah, money, yeah. it always does. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just gonna leave the answer as yeah. Speak for yourself, Alan. Oh man. <laughs> you know, you know. I just want, I just want to say there to Alan. We say it in racing all the time. There's no replacement for displacement. Wow. Right, right. Of course. I will leave that there. Anyway. Sure. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> with that being said, Asher Moon, I'd like to get you to start this bad boy off. All right. So, what would I do with seventy million dollars? So, okay, first of all, what I would do is we're going to take a step back to me take getting my picture taken. So what I would do is I would take my marriage license and I would get the, uh, the check in my married name because my married name is very common and my not married name, which I usually go by, is very uncommon. So that doesn't so, sound illegal at all. Just... <laughs> No, I, I mean, honestly, how many astromoons do you really know? This is true. I know two. Well, you know, there guys, we like, I'll let you in on a little secret here. Astro Moon might not be my real name. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> here, I wrote it on that nice Christmas card I sent. I got a tattoo on the back of my cheeks. <laughs> I got a Christmas card? See, you're not an asshole. You're so nice. But <laughs> well, thank you, anyway. I think. Anyway, I thought this is not my original idea. I saw somebody do this recently, like within the last year, I would say. But I am stealing this idea for when I go to get my picture tape taken with my very common last name. I am going in a Batman costume. So <laughs> no one will actually be able to see my face. They can't tell you what to wear to get your picture taken. So I have a very generic common name, and I'm in a, bath, a Batman costume. So none of my crazy hobo homeless family will be able to know Jesus that Christ. I won all of this money. Because I am not telling them shit. I will never tell them anything. I love you all, those of you who are listening, but I'm not telling you when I win $70 million. I'll buy you nicer Christmas presents, but I'm not telling you when I win $70 million. I'm just putting that out there right now. A nice so, golden piggy bank to put their small change in. Is that what's exactly. going on? <laughs> no, my, fam my family is crazy, and I'm not buying them anything. But for everybody else, I'm going to be so nice with all of this money. So, like, I'm going to do, like, you know, the good things that you're supposed to do, like, where you help people and you donate to charity, you know what I mean? And, like, I would find, like, specific charities for things that are really, really important to me. Like, for me, like, obviously, 
things that are related to cancer are yes. really important to me. Also, multiple sclerosis is a big deal for me too because my father had multiple sclerosis. So I, you know, I think that the, the advances that have been made since he passed away have been so amazing. And it's because people have donated so much money and put so much work into it. So I definitely give some money there. And then there's like some Canadian specific issues that I would want to help with. Some like, you know, like I think $70 million would be enough to help people in certain areas get clean water and maybe some road action so that they're a little more accessible to like the rest of the world and economy, building things and stuff like that, education, hospitals, things like that. You know what I mean? There's a lot of stuff that we don't collectively apparently have the money for in Canada, but I think that $70 million of my own money, I'd be like, hey, let's just do it. Watch my thoughts. You know what I mean? Definitely. Also, of course, of course, invest a shit ton of money. So my $70 million becomes, you know, continuous $70 million forever and ever and ever. Right. And then what else would I do? I would probably just do little things. Like I would like, I would step one foot in a country, in every country in the world. I would travel everywhere in the entire world. You mean uh, after COVID? Huh? Yeah. After COVID, obviously. Um, you know, this, I guess, you know, seven, this is the $70 million is like the ideal world where COVID doesn't happen anymore. Right. Cause like, I'll, t- I'll tell you guys, here's a little sidetrack story. So my dad played the same lottery numbers every week for like at least 30 years, at least 30 years. Well, there were 26 years because he played my, my numbers, like my birthday as his numbers too, right? So when he passed away, he never won shit either. But when he passed away, my uncle gave me his numbers and was like, you need to play your dad's numbers, right? So I did for a few years and I'm never, okay, I'm never going to win the lottery, so me winning $70 million is like, you know, the ideal dream that will never actually happen, right? And like I said, I'm not giving my family anything, but of course I would take care of my family. I would, you know what I mean? Like buy them all nice houses and make sure that the kids can all go to school forever to like whatever school they want, you know what I mean? Like, or do like, I don't really like, even for my own son, I don't really do the like, you need to go to university thing. Cause like people do what they, maybe he doesn't want to go to university. Maybe he wants to open like a surf shop in like the West coast or something. Right. Like, so I've kind of been saving his money for him to follow his dreams when he grows up, not really for him to, you know, necessarily go get an education. Right. So I think I would let my family do that kind of stuff too. And like the people I love to do that kind of stuff too, I would build us a sweet ass studio so, like, we had, like, a really awesome place with, like, the best hookups. and You know what I mean? Like, all the best stuff for us to record all of this stuff on. Um, where, where though? Like, where where would you build it? In the country? In the city? Oh, in the city, for sure. Like, you know, like, well, because when we have famous, like, amazing famous people to come on our podcast because we're so awesome, we want it to be easy for them to get to from, the, like, the fancy hotels, right? So, right. You know. Exactly. Could right? you not I just build a really fancy guest house and then just have them stay there? I guess I could do that too. <laughs> I guess, but you know, see, that's getting into really specific. Like, I'm kind of staying general, right? Because, like, I could be like, oh, I'm going to this store and this store and this store, and like, all of my shoes are going to have red bottoms. And, you know, like, I could get really down on where I could spend all that money. But no, I think, and then I think that the last most important thing that I would do is I would build my little farm. And I want to have a little farm one day. Not where, like, I, like, produce things for, like, In the city? You know, 
no, 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 like outside the city somewhere, but not where I like produce like, like, you know, like as an industry, like, you know what I mean? Like where I'm like, you know, like now I'm Astro Moon, the egg farmer, you know, like I don't want it to be like that. I want it to be like, I have like a donkey and a duck and you know what I mean? Like, like, you know, like a couple of chickens and like a furry cow, like coffee beans kind of, and stuff you know, like that too. The, the kind of stuff that I want. To go with right? that donkey. So like, <laughs> Not, have you I'm been not, around a farm though? Like, I mean, you know, you yeah, can't have yeah, random farm it. animals. It's just not. You don't want to have a cow. Not the it's urban not farm like called the city. No, that's kind of like that's kind of like. Well, that's kind of always been my plan, anyways. Is when my when my son is old is older and like we're in the city now because we need to be in the city for you know some medical stuff and things like that, whatever, right? But once he gets older and he moves out on his own, and you know that's a few years now because he's a teenager. But once he does that, like, I'm out of the city. I am moving to the country. I'm going to plant myself a little vegetable garden. And if I can end up getting, like, you know, a couple chickens and, you know, maybe a sheep or something, I'd be really, really happy. Just to have, like, vegetable you know. Vegetable or weed? Like, are you going to grow vegetables and weed or just weed? Of course. I'll grow fruit, okay. weed, herbs, <laughs> vegetables. I can't wait to come to your fun. bonfire. That's, a, that's my point. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, I already, I already grow because well, it's legal in Canada, right? So I already, I already grow plants every, like every summer, anyways. Um, <laughs> if I, uh, what's it called? Well, now the, make, now, now, now the party's at your place. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, well, this year's plants are already long gone, guys. <laughs> well, after the year it's been, you would think it's long gone. It should have been long gone at the end of March. Seriously? Oh well, no, it was gone. Like I harvested in like October. So it's gone now. Jesus. But I make I make gummies out of it. Like I do lots of stuff with it. I don't just smoke it, right? So, um, but uh, yeah. So I yeah. But I also plant like vegetables too. Like on my personal Facebook, I have like tours of my my garden where I have like literally ninety square feet of vegetable garden in my backyard, and uh, I I plant actually everything. Now now I live in an apartment, so I'm not gonna have that much space. But I'm self spacing, so at least I still get to plant something. But yeah, that's what I would do is I would have a little farm and I would spend my days living on my little farm, being the sweet old granny who reads tarot cards on the internet and talks on a podcast and has a, a lovely time. That's what I would do with my $70 million. Well said. I can't wait for the bonfire, though. I want to be in the, the direction of the smoke. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, yeah, well, with that, well I, can, I can also, yeah. I can also build. I can also build guest houses on my little farm, so y'all can just come live there and enjoy the plants whenever you was, want, right? Was so, that not was that not my idea? Did I not just suggest that like ten minutes ago? Yes. Subliminal messaging there, Mo. But that was for the famous people at the studio. You just build them for anybody. You build. A, I was going to say, I don't know if the famous commune. people. I don't know if the famous people would want to live in like the, the pig shit. <laughs> if you <laughs> build it, they will come. Maybe, oh, maybe. Nice. I've heard that maybe, way too much. If, I haven't seen that movie in a jillion years. Holy oh, you gotta watch it. I know, I know. No, no. So I just feel like it's a, it's a movie of the childhood, though, right? Like yeah. it's a time roll, like me, like your twenties. <laughs> I missed that. I completely what? missed that. I missed. I heard all I heard is the number twenty. Oh, I said if, if you're if you're old like me, it was a movie of your twenties. Oh, 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 I thought you said if yeah. you're like me in your 20s. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, man. Jesus, oh, you're going back a million. You can, you, can, you can feel like as old or as young as you want. I mean, like, you've got all that time you can oh, watch oh, a movie. Oh, 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 I forgot. Let me add that in, too. I would get so much Botox. Let me just add that in, too. I would get so much Botox. But, yeah, there's that, too. Anyways, 
Why? Oh, because I'm, I am one of those people who does not like getting older. I'm vain and I don't like the wrinkles. They bother me. So so what you're saying to me is you want to be Kim Kardashian's like Irish cousin. (laughs) No, I just, I would just like to not have like, you know, a representation of like a six lane highway on my forehead. I think that would be. I was not expecting you to go there. Get the Botox and the sandblaster and we're good to go. Get rid of the crow trail and, you know, all that kind of fun business. Sandblasting. (laughs) Sandblasting. Listen, I'm not that bad, guys, okay? I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. We're getting there, there, but hopefully the $70 million worth of Botox will save me from the sandblaster. We we would definitely (laughs) need like a 50-grit sandpaper and the sandblaster to clean up the wrinkles on John Doe's head. Oh, my God, yeah. (laughs) Oh, man, I couldn't even tell you how many hours it would take. (laughs) These these lines are deep, and the depression from them come even deeper. Oh, wow. For John Doe, the question I want to know is the $70 million... Would you get a full head of hair again? Oh, fuck. Would you melt last? Oh, wow. Well, I'll tell you what I wouldn't be doing. (laughs) Would you cut your pubes off and groom your head melasting (laughs) style? And for those people listening, Google Mel, M-E-L, last man, last man. He used to be the mayor of Toronto. And uh, no offense to the man, but his, whoever did his hair made it look like he's got pubic hair glued to the top of his head. It's not a nice looking well, fake head of hair. It is just. It looks like pubic hair transplanted. Well, to, uh, believe it or not, if you don't have enough hair on the top of your head, they they offer like pulling out the roots to, from there. But for me, that hair is too curly. I'd like to keep it straight, like my top and my eyebrows are. You know, so I probably <laughs> gonna have to elect from staying away from uh, any kind of hair. I'll just shave it down. Maybe get the Mister Clean look every day. You know, have that guy cut my hair and shave. So would you? But would you get a transplant? Like, would you no. get? Would you get a full head of hair? I've seen guys that, like, I've been watching Instagram, and you have those guys that get the hair glued on, and it's good for, like, a month. So maybe yeah, I'll try I that. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a dumpster actually, fire. I love oh, it. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say, those actually look really, like, good, though. I've seen those videos. Like, they almost like, look like scalp hair. I don't want to do it, but That's still, something like, where we say, like, oh, it actually looks really good, and then we all look at each other for, like, reassurances. It actually looks really good. We just told them it looks good, but does, do we really what we just told okay, them? Okay, well... I, I guess I have to put a little asterisk beside that and say that they look really good on the videos. Like, I don't right. know how it looks in real life. So Well, anything can look good in a video. That's Well, that's what I mean, right? So, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> this is not my bag. This is not what, like, I don't do hair transplant stuff. So, you know? <laughs> Well, talking about people that need a hair transplant, mofo, $70 million, bud. What are you going to do other than a hair transplant and uh, maybe stop wearing yoga pants? With the camel tail well, on the front. I, 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 I buy a pair of jeans and, uh, and start wearing a sassy chaehong, I guess. But uh, <laughs> no, um, $70 million. Um, I, I've thought about this. And the I think the biggest thing I've always maintained is it's interesting the, the people that you hear that come out of the woodwork. If you've ever watched, I can't remember the name of the show, but something like along the lines of... No, the the lottery changed my life or how, where they are at. It's, I think Ghost it's based Hunters? in... Yeah, that's the one. Thank you. <laughs> no, but it's they, they discuss about 
you know, after they've won, but basically the people that come out of the woodwork or the proverbial woodwork, um, long lost relatives, uh, the charities that start all of a sudden calling, how do you get this number? But they, they somehow find you and they build. Um, so all those things. Um, I think the first thing I would have to or want to do is I'd, I'd want to bug out for like a couple of weeks just to let the dust settle. I don't even have like a particular place I would want to go, but I mean, I'm, I'm picturing just going to a, picking a middle of the range, you know, resort, you know, you name the country, Cuba, Mexico, Jamaica, wherever, just pick like, you know, a minimum, like a four or five star, but where average, you know, just like we are, since is where average people are going to be. And I don't think really money should change people and who they are, but I mean, I think inevitably it does. I think the nearest and dearest thing I could do is just go to an average five-star or four-star resort. Like I'm, you know, like a lot of us have probably gone, you know, when you've been away and just sort of hang out for a couple of weeks and just sort of let the dust settle back home and people, you know, get, get on with life. And when I come back, I don't know, I, I obviously I would, I've thought I would, you'd have to probably contact a lawyer and a financial advisor just to get some things in check and get written out uh, for, for longevity and security purposes. But past that, like past the boring stuff, I would like, much like Astra said, I would like to see it investment so that it'll be, it'll continue to generate, you know, a revenue there going forward. So I'm no mathematician or anything like that, but off the top of my head, so I calculated it out, let's say on every million dollars, you're making about $30,000 of interest per year. So I calculate that out to about, 2100000 of annual interest. Now, that being said, I don't know all the tax laws and anything like that, but you know, we're not here to talk about that. Other than I would like to essentially see some sort of investment set up through either real estate or, uh, I don't know, invest it so that there's at least a renewing every year you're getting a new source of income coming in to add to that. And obviously, I think if you have $70 million, it's not so much that you need a reoccurring source of income. But I would like to get a new philanthropy. And the the angle I would like to take on that is not I'm not so much giving to, to charities in the most traditional sense, but I would like to open as an example like a business, a restoration business where or a like a place where, you know, we work on cars. Everyone knows I'm a huge car guy. And so we work on anything and everything, car and automotive, um, you know, mechanical tractors, stuff like that. Uh, related and it, we'd have to hire someone on off so we'd have to hire some bodies so i mean that would give back to the community and the economy of your hiring fabricators and restorationists and builders and basically um we would have someone that goes around and vets your story that you know or finds people that hey you know we've got so and so is just you know they, they did a tour in afghanistan they're a huge car or truck guy or what have you and um, they've had this dream of restoring their car, but they just, for whatever reason, were not able to get there or didn't have the funding or the budgeting, right? And in my head, I would see us doing, you know, 10 or 12 cars a year. I mean, obviously, that is quite a feat for anyone that's ever restored a car. Um, you don't get a car turned around, obviously, in a month. Or well, I've seen your restored car. I, I've seen your restored cars, and yeah, I, 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 are you sure? Are you sure about that? <laughs> It, believe it or not, I mean, you know, with enough money, anything is possible. But I guess, like, I could see if with having, like, you know, a nice warehouse size, you know, building, and I mean, it was seventy million, you you should be able to get would that. Would you do a Jay Leno garage? Like, would 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 that become the Mofo Taj Mahal garage oh. Mahal? 
What a great name. There's a great name. I'm giving you that, great, that name right now. I love the Garage that. Mahal. That's amazing. You know what? I, I will I, 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 There's always Mofo's Garage Mahal, and uh, for those that are lucky enough to visit it, they are always astounded by the, uh, the level of quality and craftsmanship that wheels out of that place. But would you do I, I would you do a Mofo's Garage Mahal like Jay Leno's Garage, where you're getting like you know two acres of interior warehouse space and just collecting cars? Because you're the ultimate car guy. Would you? I, I think I think it would be something along that. But I often maintain, or in my personal thought, if you have too many cars, you don't have the opportunity to drive them as much as you would like. And I think, right. you know, with Jay Leno, I mean, I mean, anyone that knows, he works on a lot of his stuff and he drives them as much as he can. But if you, hey, say, have an example, 75 cars, how often are you going to get to drive them? I'd rather have, say, seven or eight really nice or rare cars, but something not so rare that I'm afraid to drive it either. So All right, I, I would see myself... What would be your extravagant? What would be your car? What would be the car you would just take the money and say, okay, I've won $70 million this is the vehicle I'm going to buy. You would sort, like, is it vintage? Would you be buying, like, a Bugatti? Would you be going No, it, it would be muscle car. It would be muscle car. Um, Which one? I, as a kid, I always, always, always wanted um, a 1969 Baldwin Motion Camaro. Right. And that very specific, followed maybe by, like, a Cobo Camaro, again, 1969. I would love a Plymouth Superbird. I always wow. pictured you in a Chevette. Blacked out windows and power stealing uh, power steering. <laughs> you pimp that thing out with like a V six in a, a spoiler. Well I, I guess I guess it's better than a rape van, so God. <laughs> it's it's called the Shaggin Wagon, just so you're aware. <laughs> In the, I, uh, in the immortal words of Ron Burgundy, uh, that escalated quickly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just no, but I, I I would probably have like a small collection of uh, of muscle cars. But I, I honestly would love to, like there was that show um, overhauling um, on a few. I remember years ago, and basically they would they would you know go to like they would find people that you know were in well deserving situation of having their car restored. And they would basically sweep it away for the week and they would make up a you know, BS story of, oh, the car was stolen or, oh, it's at the body shop or, you know, da-da-da-da-da, fooling the person along. Meanwhile, they've got, you know, they would show on the TV like 20 people working on the car. In real, real world, they would probably have like 50 or 80. There's just, you'd have to have so much manpower to push a car out in a week, never mind what I would be more like a year's turnaround time or eight, nine months uh, turnaround time. Are you talking about Pimp My Ride? No, that there is a whole other animal, and, and that there is a show I did not ever uh, just prescribe to. <laughs> that's definitely that's de- that's definitely more your speed, bud. That's I'm definitely just throw that right at you, buddy. I remember, I remember the Overhauling show though pretty well. Actually, I'm pretty sure that my husband watched it. Yeah, and I just, I guess. I guess for me there, with 70 million, it would allow me to give back to the car community. It would allow me to do, like I say, a, a means of philanthropy where I'm giving to people that need and to, to good causes, or at least in my own um, opinion. Uh, it, it would just, and then it would allow me still to tinker and, and do my thing, keep my finger in the pot but without having to actually go to a job. I mean, I wouldn't, I've never been the type just to sit around either, but I see myself like doing something like that. And um, maybe, like, I don't even know, I, I'm, I, it would be neat to either um, buy, like, an old, 
abandoned uh, drag strip or build a new drag strip. I mean, there's a lot of uh, road courses in that and racetracks that do get built um, for automotive enthusiasts. But, you know, another drag strip we could definitely do with one in the in the Toronto area. I know we've got uh, Cayuga and we've got St. Thomas and Shannonville, but, you know, one to the north or uh, just even another one just for some of the Friday, Saturday night grudge racing would definitely be cool. But uh, all what dreams. About, that... What about investing in a NASCAR team? Would you take some of that money, three, four, nope. five million bucks? Nope. Why is that? That was quick. Uh, nope. Because the, the, the honestly, to go oval track racing, it's expensive, as we've often discussed, um, Alan, there on other podcasts. It's about $30 million to, to sponsor a team per season. Right. Not, and, but not like not be a full sponsor, just be a partial sponsor. Um, I don't know. I mean, let's, I might... let's say you take three, take three million bucks and you approach one of the teams you like and, and, uh, or maybe a team you think could use a little bit of extra money and say, look at, uh, I got three million, three million US. I want to invest in your NASCAR team and I want to become part of this team and I want to be a three million dollar investor. No one, no NASCAR, even though, you know, I, I'm aware of the expense of, of how much it takes to run these these teams per year but no one's going to turn turn away three million dollars so would you have I, even if it's even if it lasts for a couple of seasons would you just I, not I would, want to be I part would, of that i would be certainly willing to to go into that endeavor in terms of like as a sponsor or as um perhaps like as a, a shareholder not by any means a majority share or stakeholder but as right a, Right. As some sort of shareholder within a team or an organization, something, or at least being within involved in the the NASCAR community. Because I mean, there is a lot of drivers that do a lot of good things for charity. I mean, like Ryan Newman, Joey Logano, um, you know, Chase Elliott. There's a lot of guys that do a lot of stuff for charity. I know my. To be brother, honest, if, if if you get seventy million bucks, I expect to see the goddamn name Mofos slapped on the side <laughs> of at least a couple of NASCAR cars. I well, it, have, it would have to be across the hood so that everyone could see it. But um, no, I, well, I, I with, guess your, I, with your car, you would want it to be on the tail because obviously it's going to be in front, right? Well, naturally. I mean, people want to be reading it uh, as they're uh, following me around the track. Man, but I'm dropping, it, I'm dropping those in your lap, man, like a lap dancer. You're welcome, <laughs> motherfucker. I, <laughs> you know, I, I should, I should, I'll have to keep, a, I'll have to keep a mid hundreds ready. Um, fuck. no, I, I guess like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule it out, but I mean, the, the one thing I compare oval track racing, like farming is that you, you, you do it until you go broke. Right. You know, and, and that's not anything against people that go oval track racing, nor or like people that do you farming. Just keep doing it until you go broke. Oh, wow. <laughs> mm. I'm prepared to meet Jesus. Um, I just... <laughs> <laughs> just keep my hands off the wheel. I don't know who Jesus said that control. line, but it is definitely one of the best lines ever. Oh, it uh, it comes from a very special person, and they know who they are. And man, I, I think it, it made me laugh <laughs> like hell. A shout out to them. Shout out to them. They know who they are. Um, no, just I, I, I think like I guess I guess there, Alan is as much as like I'm a huge NASCAR fan. Um, you know. Even drag racing, don't get me wrong, it's hard on the equipment. It, it's a lot of money. I just feel that the money might go farther or would likely go farther in other facets of the automotive, car, and or racing and mechanical community than going like oval track racing. And, and nothing against NASCAR or oval track. It's just 
I feel like that, you know, I, I would definitely probably be still part of or want to be part of the NASCAR community in some capacity, but I would probably focus the, the bulk of my winnings into other areas. And again, like just seeing car guys, car girls get their dream car or truck or tractor um, or whatever mechanical item they are into, seeing it get completed and then seeing their face being able to, to drive down the road. And I mean, that there I think would be where I'd want to focus it. But as I said in the beginning, I think I would definitely have to bug out for a couple of weeks just to, just to let the dust settle. And just honestly, I think collect your, my thoughts, you know what I mean? Like you, I think we talked this, about it. I mean, uh, just a quick question. Is this, is this podcast sponsored by Hallmark? Because God damn it, I'm crying now. Thanks a lot, Mofo. <laughs> oh, I'm just, no. it's just a well, Hallmark moment. It, it, it's the, not, it's not, uh, it is not on, uh, sponsored by Hallmark, full disclosure. And <laughs> That's what it, I'm it, looking it, for from you. Hookers, Lamborghinis, and blow in Dubai. That's what oh. the, those are the correct answers, Mofo. Like, Please, Lord, take me now. Moment. If I want a Hallmark moment, I'll go turn on the Hallmark channel. It's Christmas. Uh, no, we are, we are, however, though, sponsored by VP Racing Fuel and our C16 uh, race fuel products. So feel free to uh, put it in your race cars. And uh, if your eyes water a little bit from the race fuel, that is normal. And you know that you're running the proper fuel out of that track. I feel like if with this seventy million dollars you got coming there, uh, Mofo, you're going to spend it on your own yoga pants brand called Camel Tails. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's funny how the, the bulge is important. Becomes the roasty, I will say that, and I have gone from the top to the bottom real quick. What, what would your slogan be? Uh, bulges out. <laughs> You'd be probably a picture of me giving you a kick in the nuts. Oh, <laughs> I feel like taking a kick in the nuts if I have to ever see any dudes wearing yoga pants with bulges. Uh, oh, but, you wow, know, to each man. his own, man. To each his own. I get it. You know what? I, I can't wait to hear what Mr. Smithy here has to say. Because yes. this is going to be fantastic. So, guys, Alan Smithy, $70 million. What are you going to do with that? And I know it's not yoga pants and go. No, it's not <laughs> yoga pants. Okay, so let's. So let's break this down firstly from a technical perspective. Okay. So what what um, what Astro was saying is correct. You cannot be anonymous in the province of Ontario if the if the winnings were hypothetically coming from the province of Ontario. You cannot be anonymous under any circumstances. The OLG Ontario Lottery uh, Corporational uh, Gaming Corporation. Uh, for purposes of transparency, you cannot be anonymous. There's only been one person. 2015, there was a, a guy in a suburb of Toronto in Markham, Ontario, who I guess for some type of family or safety reasons uh, yes. was allowed to remain anonymous. There was another guy in British Columbia who won $50 million who put it in a trust and then sued uh, the BC Gaming Commission to, to remain anonymous and lost in court and had to become public. So um, I don't think I, I, again, I'm not a lawyer. I just play one on television. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I don't know if anonymous, you can be truly anonymous. So that opens up a whole can of worms, like Astrid said about, about, you know, the, the grifters and, and all of that. So remaining anonymous, I mean, everyone wants to do it, but oh, it's just such a hard thing to do. If I want seven, $70 million, I got to think, uh, after I'm done in Dubai with hookers and the blow and the Lamborghinis, uh, <laughs> well, which would... somebody's got to do it, right? 
I never well, thought of you that way, there, Alan Smithy. I thought you were like a wholesome guy, but I can see what's what's really going on with you oh, wanting no, to snort on, snort I'm hooker or business, snort baby. coke off of I hookers' am, asses. I am, I am Don. I'm the legendary producer Don Simpson reincarnated. R.I.P. Rest his <laughs> soul. Cocaine's a hell of a drug, as uh, Rick James says. So yeah. I'd be right into that left that lifestyle. The Rick James. You're like a uh, young Keith Richards. I love the energy. Listen, here's my theory on Keith Richards. Keith Richards actually died in 1972, but for, because of people like Astro Moon, I've been kept alive for the past 50 years <laughs> using voodoo, a combination of voodoo and cocaine. So if you look at Keith Richards specifically, the way he talks, the way he moves, he moves like he's a zombie. He sort of talks and he turns his head and moves his arms. He died in 73. He's That's been amazing. kept alive by... Uh, by voodoo. Now, before I go any further, talking about $70 million, let's predict if I'm going to win the $70 million. Astrid, knowing that uh, I was going to be on the show with you, I randomly took three of my daughter's uh, tarot cards. I did not have any intentions before I approached the deck. I guess uh, my intention was to be a jackass, so we'll see if this works out. Mission uh, complete. Good job. Oh, I know. I'm a professional. <laughs> Come on. Uh, so uh, my first honors. card that I, I randomly picked, my first card is the High Priestess. Okay. Okay. Card number two, and I haven't looked at these cards. I'm looking at them right now. Card number two is the Page of Wands. And card number three, Judgment. Oh, We're shit. judging you, all right? Okay, right? well, I... I don't think you're going to win the lottery. <laughs> no. 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 No $70 million there, that's for sure. Uh, P.S. There's well, a divorce on the way, and you're going to be paying out the ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, with $70 million, you can do a lot of things out the ass, but that's, oh, that's what Dubai and Oakers and Lamborghinis are snort. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, in any event. No, it's funny you mentioned that for lottery. So my spouse uh, um, had a reading recently with, uh, with a well-known psychic who specifically said that we are never going to win the lottery, that it's not going to be in our future. So it's, it's interesting, you know, if you look at fate, the concept of fate, the content, concept of sort of the randomness of the lottery, uh, you know, whether you're going to win or not. I love Astrid's story about your dad playing the same numbers for uh, 30 years and never winning shit. That's hilarious. I mean... Not hilarious. No, it's hilarious. I, I think that's hilarious. But, no, that that was so my dad, though, right? Like, sure, right. Played, so yeah, he the same numbers, and it was like it was back. I don't know if you guys remember when, like, on like the lottery was like Wednesdays and Saturdays, or Wednesdays and Fridays. It wasn't sure. like, and it was it was only like lot like lotterio. Like it was like it you becomes, know what I mean? Like it was. Yeah. It was so it, it was so long ago though. Like it becomes like a, fear. Like you're you're afraid that if you don't play those numbers, that week that you don't play the numbers, uh yeah. you're gonna win, right? Those numbers will come well, up and then you'll be looking at the rest of your life going, Well, you know, whoa well, what that, did I do? Here? That could have been me. Well, that, that's kind of why I played his numbers for the couple of years, because I was like, oh, well, we're going to get some of that now, where, you know, you got, like, the shit luck for your whole life, but you're going to give it to sure. me now, right? But it didn't right. ever. He, I yeah. once, once I, I, on his birthday once, I got a random, this was a couple of years ago, I got, like, a random, like, urge to buy, what, a crossword scratch ticket when I was at the store. Yeah. And I was walking home, and I was like, well, Dad, you know, 
make sure you don't give me any of your birthday luck. Like, ha, ha, ha. I, like, I giggled and I looked up into the sky for a second, you know. But I wasn't is he, is he living in the sky? I don't know what. Is no, he's he dead. Living in the he sky passed, burial? No, oh, okay. he passed away. So, but, like, I was just kind of looking. When you died, do you go to outer you know? space? I'm not really sure with that. What are you getting at here? I was looking up, at, like, the words to heaven, kind of, I guess. You know uh, what I mean? Like, just kind of like, you know. I'm, I'm being a metaphysical dick here. I apologize. <laughs> no, that's okay, because, you know, you never know what I was looking at. Maybe I could think he was, like, you know, a cloud man now or something sure. like that, right? People think that's all right. kinds of stuff about what happens when we die. I, I think just, if I die, I'm the judgment card here. I'm judging everyone. Well, actually, I do, I do have a couple of questions about those three cards that I would want sure. to ask you to kind of, but I don't know if you Hit want it. me to do that on, on, sure. on the podcast. Do okay, it. well, do it. what's it called? Have you, like, got any, like, news recently about something or, like, like really recently about something that you weren't sure about? Like, was yes. there something really? Yeah, I got, some, it... I got some news very recently, which was excellent, excellent news. Does it have anything to do with, like, like a decision coming in your favor, a legal matter, something like a that? Penis enlargement. Uh, it was I... not a decision coming in my favor, be specifically, it was regarding my daughter and uh, university. Is she going into school for something law-related? No. Well, <laughs> it's funny. My spouse is in the legal field. Does any of this make sense to you now? That was well, I'm just awkward. trying to think because because the, the high priestess is about things that are, are unknown. It's about secrets and things that are right. waiting to come out, right? And right. then the page, the page of Wands makes perfect sense about getting news about, like, starting a new education, like, field or, like, you know, something like that because that is usually about messages about you know, putting your energy in something brand new, right? Right. But the, the justice card is about decisions being made favorably, legal issues or things that are regarding law or, like, rules. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, doing things the right way or by, like, the the known accepted way of doing things or even right. just saying very balanced. Does, does she, is she maybe going to be taking on, like, a really heavy workload in her courses? She will be, yes. Maybe it's just a message for her to just like, you know, or maybe for you to maybe, maybe a little of both because they're her cards, right? Right. They're her. That's right. They're her cards. Did you ask her before you took her, touched her cards? Oh, come on. No, of course not. Oh, uh -oh. you should, you should do that. You should ask. That's like, right. If that's right. Like right. Best. Either way, either right. way, I'm not going to, I'm not right. going to. Right. She was, she was the there. I, I, she was she, standing there and he said, by the way, I'm doing a podcast on the lottery uh, with someone who does tarot cards and I'm just taking three cards randomly. And she's like, and she, do you have any intentions before you touch the deck? And I'm like, my intention is always to be an asshole. <laughs> well, no, she gave, she did give your permit, her permission then. She didn't say, yeah, yes, she, you yeah. may. So, you know what I mean? You didn't like right. secretly go and like hunt her cards down and no, have them. So no, that, she you know. like, like you, she keeps them on a shelf. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Right on. So there you go. Yeah. She gave her permission then. So it's all good. Right. Um, right. But no, what's it called? That that justice card, though, is, you know, it's usually a message about, like, balance, right? So maybe if she's going to be taking a really big course load or if she has, like, a job and school or if she's got a lot of responsibilities or maybe it's, like, a, you know, just it's something like that. Like, for something like that, I would want to, like, pull more cards and whatever, but then we'll get sidetracked from our... Well, well then I will, I will pull more cards. Those are just three random cards I just thought I'd just tease you with. So uh, I, I'm grateful for the insight. No problem. Yeah, that's well, that's that's how I roll. Um, what's it called? But yeah, feel free to pull more cards and then send them to me, like via DM will, or anything like that. And uh, I will what? absolutely do that. And with seventy million dollars, I would, I what I would do, I'd probably 
design and build a giant life-size taro deck, six feet by by three feet wide, and then just when you're pulling cards, they're actual size. Like I'd want to do a map of like Ontario actual size. So you are here, one mile equals one mile, that sort of thing. You know? Where would you put it? <laughs> well, you got to fold that shit up really tight, but it would just be great. Um, That's so, a yeah, magic trick like, in its I own. Agree. So getting getting back on track with seventy million dollars, you know, I'd want to be benevolent about it. I was just reading that Jeff Bezos's wife has given away four point two billion dollars, and a lot yeah. of it's to very very noble charities like goodwill and and food banks and that sort of thing so yeah you know i'd, I'd want to do that i'd want to give back to the community not to to sort of be a tail on to mofo's hallmark moment here but yeah you'd want to i think any decent person would <laughs> you you created a hallmark i was crying here thank god i've got kleenex fucking still wiping the tears off my eyes right yeah i keep kleenex beside the computer for two reasons one of them is to wipe my eyes so, uh, in any event. The other one has Vaseline um, involved, but we're not going deep on that. What? Oh, dude, come on. You don't need Vaseline. Come on. I'm, I'm okay, old. Okay, spit. Whatever. All the time, baby. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, my. I don't even know this. I just hope, hopefully you don't have a fucking Here salt shaker next to you, so it's not like sandpaper when you're doing that, it. But, hey, that everybody's got their own thing. Is there a disclaimer? <laughs> That's what editing software is for. That's where that's I believe in making uh, John's uh, you know life more difficult. By this is going that. on. And where do I edit this thing? How do I edit this say, thing? Not editing this out. No, this is gold. This <laughs> is fucking going deep, bro. Good totally going. Um, oh, so yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's. I, I think I think I'd want to go to different countries and experiment with drugs in, in almost every country. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Opium, sure. here I come. I'm, LSD, here I come. I'm pretty sure that I would. No, but like ayahuasca to... or whatever, right? Like, <laughs> right. Oh, I mean, yeah. I would. I think I would want to maybe go to go to Syria and and join the resistance there. Like, I think I'm a gun guy. This is one thing you guys don't really know about me that I'm a, I'm a gun guy. So I uh, I think I'd want to you know join a militia or something crazy like that and and. Uh, do you know go to Aleppo or or you know go to the border in Afghanistan and and to see what see what kind of shit that can be had there, you know seventy million dollars it gives you a lot. I definitely get a fake passport and fake driver's license, fake credentials. I do it all Jason Bourne style, and I'd have shit all over the place. So you'd never know really who I was or where I was at any given time. Jesus, totally, man. You got if you're gonna go if you're gonna go to Hong Kong, you've got to get into the uh, the, the opium one. I was going to say maybe the, the, puff fi- the puffy fish that's like poisonous. He, he, and... Oh, the puffer fish. That's yeah. right. Fogu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've yeah, been, yeah. been watching too many Simpsons reruns, man. No. Okay. Uh, I think uh, everyone thinks of the Simpsons when they when they hear the puffer sure. fish. Sure. Everybody like... thinks, listen, yeah, no, the Simpsons, definitely. speaking of lotteries, if you were a writer on the Simpsons, not, you won the lottery from a metaphysical perspective because you've been predicting everything for 30 years now. We were watching, my spouse and I were watching Die Hard 2 last night, which is the better Die Hard. And if you don't believe it's the better Die Hard, fuck you. It's the better <laughs> Die Hard. Um, also, not editing that out. On the airplane, they're watching uh, uh, The Simpsons. And it just occurs to me that this is The Simpsons are so old that it predates Die Hard. So, in any event, uh, I'd probably want to have myself, I'd probably do like uh, crazy things like, 
you know, I, I invest a little money into movie production and I try to make a few really bad movies. I, I'd get actors so, like Eric Roberts, Nick good. Cage, Nick Cage is, well, well, he will do whatever you pay. As long as you pay him $1 million, he will act in your movie. So I'd probably want to get Eric Roberts and Nick Cage, uh, in a movie to do something absolutely ridiculous. And so not like Pornhub? Circuit. Like not Pornhub? Like no. directing Pornhub? And like... I would I would totally... Are you kidding me? I would totally invest in Pornhub. I, 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 can, I can see your name now. Big Ball, Small Shaft. Totally. <laughs> absolutely. Listen, like I said, I'm old. Not only are they big, man, but they hang, baby. Oh, they're shit. Like, they're like the ones hanging off the back of MoFo's uh, Chevy truck. Oh, wow. Your oh, your license plate can say wrinkleless because they hang so long. <laughs> no, mine would say F U Mofo. That would be my license plate. <laughs> With and a it would middle be finger on a emoji. Dodge Ram or a Ford F one fifty. Ah, I guarantee that's yeah. that's what I would do. With seventy million dollars, I would buy a Ford F one fifty, get the custom license plate F U Mofo, and have it shipped to his garage hall. Vinyl <laughs> balls I, I all over the windows. That you would be thinking of me. Oh, are you kidding me, man? I would fund your garage mahal. I would just be an anonymous donor. <laughs> to the garage mahal and uh every every day every month you just get a little check but it have you'd have to buy something crazy like you know some random part like a jeep exhaust or you'd have to buy like a like a ford uh a, a ford uh cab cover or something like that you'd have to use the money in, in crazy delinquent ways for parts that you don't need at all and so for anyone listening that does want to donate to Mofo's uh, Garage Mahal, please donate funds, please. Uh, yeah, yeah, Mofo. check, the link, check the link at the bottom of the podcast and <laughs> yeah, go fund me. Mofo <laughs> prefers the uh, yeah, the DMs with them. dick pics in them. Yeah. Just putting it out there. Just make your own $70 million lottery. Sure, totally. Listen, uh, the bottom line is we're going to be, John Doe's going to blow up, uh, maybe not this year, but next year, this podcast, and he's going to be rolling in those Six, six, seventy million dollar cash. We, so that's what we're we waiting for. We'll be rolling. We are in. all hanging on. Yeah. No, we are we, just hanging right. on to your uh, your your tail feathers. There, no, sir. We're we're in this, this together. Podcast. Unlike Mofo and how he tries to do his own shit on the side and get rich without us. Prick. Right. Exactly. I, 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 I was here because I was promised there would be cake. Oh, okay. That's right. There's cake. <laughs> I'll buy you all the Costco cake you can use, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> John, what would you do with your 70 mil? Oh, man. This is where it gets real bad. So, um... We already got the hair transplant. Yeah, the hair transplant. I'd have my... And we uh, got the ball enlargement for you. Yep, we got the ball enlargement. I'd probably, like, the pubic <laughs> hair have, around my shaft. one of mine. Oh, wait a second. No, my spouse has those. Oh, shit. Can we, can, we do, okay. can, we do, like, can we do, like, a plastic surgery for John to get rid of the stupid look on his face? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think I'll tell you I what I'll do the know. transplant of my face so at least you don't look so ugly anymore oh. <laughs> oh. but I think yeah, the first again, thing is so getting into a hallmark moment here no you're not ugly no you're an ugly motherfucker yeah So that pretty much sums up half of my funds to make you look a little better. And then, uh, I don't know, I'd probably send you pictures of my dick because I feel like you're jealous of it. You always want to look at it. Like Whenever we're in the same room, you're like looking south. You need $70 million to send dick pics? I'm not understanding. Maybe I'll put like filters, like special filters on them, like reindeer antlers and fucking like, you know, the red tip. That's what I would do with my 70. With $70 million, I'd be in like Dubai next to the big building sending you dick pics next yeah. to the big building like 
But you got to pay those big right? prices just to send that shit through text, you know? I'd be in Shanghai. I'd be in Shanghai. I would be, I would be in Tokyo. I'd be all, you, have I'd be... Spend, you have to spend your $70 million getting bailed out of jail in yeah, all yeah. of these places for exposing yourself. <laughs> Especially, like, Dubai. Listen, Holy fuck. They don't mess around. The first step with lottery winnings is invest in really good legal representation on multiple enough. continents. <laughs> The you amount of really brown eye picks. In the UK, you get a good American lawyer, and of course, you need a good Mexican lawyer because all the really bad and awesome shit happens in Mexico. So the first thing I would do with my money is there's this company that makes um, chocolate out of this out of the shape of your asshole. So the what? first oh. thing I'm doing is I'm getting everybody's wow. address that I needs this. I don't even know if I heard that right. Like, I thought <laughs> I'm not really. <laughs> so, this is definitely okay, going Merry down. Christmas. Here's chocolate from yeah. Dad. I thought this was a Christian podcast. <laughs> no. so, I'm not sure where this is going. I thought I was bad with the hookers and the blow, and now you can... I'm making chocolate in that one. And maybe I'll put like the whipped cream uh, poke in the middle for you. I need to draw some more tarot cards with this one. Uh, <laughs> I can't even talk. What do you think? So then I'd also I add like the whip if cream I to it. If into a church, it would spontaneously combust right now. <laughs> well, that's just oh. your personal self. Don't worry about that. That has nothing to do with the fucking podcast. Don't include us with it. I mean, Seventy million dollars. Talk to. I mean, there are worse things to do, I suppose. Well, I mean, like I'd find all the addresses of all the people that deserve my special chocolate, and I'd make sure there'd be like a whipped cream filling, so that when you take your first bite, it fucking squirts in your mouth. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you oh filthy animal. But, um, <laughs> you know, there are some good aspects to me. And I know this is really hard to believe, so and I'm revenge. not trying to so sell this. So you won $70 million, you're going straight to revenge. Yes. Like, that's, uh, that's, well, that's it's not even revenge. It's just I'm, I'm a sweet way of telling you to kiss my ass is really the way I'm going for it, right? Wow. The nice thing I would do, though, believe it or not, I do do nice things, is I would probably create um, an organization for people that are homeless. And, like, Amazon's got all these fucking, like, really small homes you can build that's pretty much you walk in and that's it. And I would just buy a fucking massive plot and just fucking have them there. The only... Um, like, the, like the tiny homes? like Yeah, the, the tiny homes. The little... I think the 30K. Okay. The, only, uh, the only thing they would have to suffer with is listening to my podcast on a regular because I'd have a speaker wow. fucking blasting it, right? <laughs> I don't think you'd have much of a population there. Uh, I don't Listen, know. You might be you're... right. <laughs> Here's the deal. Here's the deal with homeless, and this goes to the story. This story is going back 30 years. When I first moved to Toronto, when I was 18 years old, I lived in a student residence downtown, and there was a homeless guy every day outside of the building, just sort of sitting there. He looked like a really fat Santa Claus, this sort of dirty lice beard rather than the beautiful white beard. And so one day I came out of the store, and I had a few extra dollars in my pocket, and I offered it to him, and he sort of waved me off like he didn't want it. And I'm like, that's really strange. Like, you're here, you're sitting in your own filth, and I'm offering you some money? He's like, no. And then, you know, a month later, I see him in the store, and he pulls out a roll out of his pocket, and there must have easily been Jesus. two, three grand in that a roll. Drug dealer. And he is living on the street. So I, I'm with you on the whole benevolent thing there, John. I just, I think homeless people are so random and so difficult that, you know, you sort of want to save the world, but a lot of these people don't want to be saved. A lot of them, it's so hard to truly save them. I think, you know, I would want to invest in, I I think I'd, I don't know if I'd want to invest directly in mental health 
or I'd want to become like sort of a dark money lobbyist to try to really influence politicians to up the ante with respect to supporting mental health causes, especially in the city of Toronto. Oh yeah. Uh, because, you know, there's so much, so much of a need for mental health care that, 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 you know, people are on the streets because they, they don't fit into any institution. They don't fit into society. They're not comfortable anywhere that I think we just need to understand these people better. And that requires money, you yeah. know? I, I think so for John's idea, though, that, you know, like, if he was, like, just, like, you know, going around with, like, you know, a bus and picking up random people off the street and being like, here, you live in this tiny home now, that probably wouldn't work. But if he was, like, you know, working with organizations and stuff, he'd probably Have get people, Have you seen the buses like, in Toronto? You don't know about <laughs> the homeless people on the buses in Toronto. No, Especially with some of those though, drivers. Like, uh, you have you seen some of the bus drivers in Toronto? They're assholes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I know, you know a couple. I, They're douches. I, you douches. know what, I... <laughs> I know, I know a couple too, and although they might be a little douchey, they're usually really nice to me, so I can't say anything about that, but I drive or walk as much as possible so I can avoid the subway also. Like, but no, I think that there's lots of, like, you know, organizations that, like, if you wanted to build, like, a community like that, you could hook up with people who are, like, looking for homes and whatever, right? Like, But that's probably be... the most generous thing I'd want to do. Because also, not only would I like to send my copy of my asshole chocolate to people that squirts in their mouth, I'd love to make a <laughs> brand of chocolate also called Dicks, and it would be like molds of my dick in a wrapper, and they would just <laughs> have it at the store. <laughs> so that, you know, if you're hungry, you know, like maybe like a Boston cream flavor or like a raspberry filling or something. So every time you take a bite, it squirts as well, right? Like I, I know it's pretty disgusting. <laughs> here for a second because this reminds me of a story that's just so amazing and oh, I can't fuck. pause the yeah, story yeah. up. Right. So here we go. My, <laughs> my stepson is in his late 20s and for a really long time he lived with us at the house. One day we decided to send him an anonymous box of gummy dicks <laughs> and it said like with a little anonymous note inside that said eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> so <That> Sounds proper. <laughs> he got Ow. it. He got it and he was like who sent this to me? And he was like looking at the label and he was trying to like search on his Facebook for people who live in New York because that's where the label came from. And like every, all of his friends took credit for it. And we were like, ha, 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 ha. So we did it again. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it was like, it was like a year later. We were all sitting around the backyard having a beer. And one of my friends was like, you know, those gummy dicks came from your parents, eh? And he was like, oh, what? He was so mad. But it was really You are crazy. literally queen of the trolls. Queen of the trolls. <laughs> <laughs> so another. so amazing. When your children grow up, these are the things you need to do to them. This teaches them how to screw with their kids when they have kids, right? So. So to add to my filth, um, I also have to quit my job then. Because I already know that it's not going to be conducive to my new lifetime schedule. So the way I would right, do it... Right, I think most people would, $70 million would quit their job. No, but there's, they would do it res with respect. I don't think I would have that respect. So I think for me, I would walk into my office or my place of work, beating a drum with a pair of buttless, uh, buttless chaps. And maybe they'd be frontless <laughs> as well, because I don't give a fuck. I'd pop a... I'd pop a Viagra or whatnot just to make this real interesting <laughs> so that when I'm floating in the front, it's banging around, right? And then... Uh, John also gets arrested for sexual harassment and exposure. And then, like, I'd make sure that I had a whole bag of Taco Bell the night before. So when I come in, I'm right primed to let my boss's desk have it. 
And whether he's there or not might be different. It's up to him if he wants to stay and watch. I, I'm, I'm okay. He can videotape it and enjoy it. So, I mean, he wouldn't wow. get the chocolate candies at uh, at uh, holiday season, but I mean, he would get the real deal right in person. Like, like, like I said before, in the immortal words of Ron Burgundy, man, the boy, this escalated quickly. You know, just Mopo like Brick said, Mopo I think he killed someone with a trident. Ones. Right. I think I'll stick with hookers and blow in Dubai. <laughs> you know? And then, and then, once I've completed that, I'll be continuing the podcast from uh, probably a nice tropical island with shitty internet. <laughs> yeah, you've got to make sure. Yeah, no, you, it's going to have shitty internet. No, 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 no. You, yeah, yeah. Would you buy your own island? You know, Would you literally invest in an island and and buy your own island and live there. Yeah, why not? I mean, I'm not going to be uh, a stranger, like, a weirdo, like some people we've heard in the news that bought islands to do um, despicable shit. I think I'd just be building podcasts and uh, sailing my boat. I mean, I'm not wearing a Speedo, but I can't tell you I'll be wearing anything at all because it's my island and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> just hopefully yeah, the like suntan the lotion doesn't it. bang between my nuts too much, right? <laughs> these, these nuts. Yeah. These nuts. Oh, oh my god. Oh fuck. I mean, I would I would definitely take care of the people I need to take care of because for me that that means a lot. So, not to go in the Hallmark moment like Mofo, I would uh Oh wow. I would I don't I and this is where I differ. I'm not going to give people money because it's not going to help them. I already know this. This is something I've witnessed through years and years of experience of people just being goofs. I would do other things. So, let's say you have a mortgage. I know you have a mortgage. You're working a good job. I would just go Find a lawyer, boom, pay for it. Wouldn't tell you about it because it doesn't. I don't need the gratitude, you know. Or it's like you know, I have a a couple of cousins or whatever. They have kids, boom, I'd pay for their education fund. Done. They wouldn't even know. One day when they're going to apply for school, letter comes in the mail. Hey, guess what? You have this much for your kid to go to school. Don't worry about it. Now they can further their life. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. I would just go around and do that kind of stuff, right? Have fucking food delivered to your door right have fucking just random shit like a gift card with a thousand dollars would show up you wouldn't know who the fuck it's from because i don't need the gratitude i just want to make sure i take care of you you just don't know how i'm doing it and you don't know if that's me i'll never admit it and that's just the way oh my God. I, I would so do you're business the benevolent you're you're the benevolent batman fuck that come on what you do is if you really want to treat them well you give them thirty thousand dollars worth of blow and then you say there we go <laughs> John, oh. John, if I may, can I, can I just give you the address of my place now to send over something? I mean, you're getting you from you or not? You're, you're gonna send over the chocolate. Yeah, you're getting the That's chocolate. You're, you're getting the front. <laughs> you're getting the front and back end. When, when I heard you mention that, I instantly thought that was like instantly feel better about the philanthropy idea. <laughs> Right. Well, you know what? I was. I said you and I were the only ones with like innocent, and I don't know why. I don't know why they're busting you about homicide. Says the, per- the, says the person that sends a bag of gummy dicks to their steps. <laughs> 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 excuse me if I'm not taking you too serious. That's a moment. I don't know what is. You're right. You're right. I think I've seen that. Jesus. <laughs> I can't. I, oh, wow. I the only thing I want is like maybe like one of those um what do you call those guys with the the top hats? You see them in The Simpsons, and this is my only reference to The Simpsons where they come and sing a song and stuff. So for everybody I don't like, gonna, like, they would hand like a penny farthing, one of those giant, yeah. giant wheel bicycles, and wear a top hat and a monocle and drive around town. Yeah, yeah, but get a group of them where they're singing and shit, and then it, you oh, know, like a barbershop. Yeah, 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 like a barbershop yeah. quartet. Thank you. <laughs> So I'd have them show up to people I don't like and sing songs about how much I think they're dickheads and shit. Like, I'd pay a lot of money to have that. <laughs> but I, w- I would be there to videotape it. 
Wait, did the doorbell can just we... ring? Because I think they're here already. <laughs> can we actually, can we make that our 2021 goal for like the first podcast video ever? Is that like we find somebody, like we find so we a, start a YouTube channel like, and then the four of us just go to their house and just. A barbershop quartet and get giving them asshole candies that squirt in their mouth. Send them to someone. That would be we, so amazing. That's literally the greatest idea. I don't know anything about TikTok. It's the thing the kids do, but I, I suppose. Well, I'm know. still trying to learn TikTok. It's been it's hard I for me. I don't get I just, it. I had I'm I've way had too ask, old for that stuff. <laughs> I've had to ask my niece and my kid like so many times, like, "Yo, what does this mean? I don't know what this means. Is good or bad?" Like the Facebook or the Netflix. Just put the the, the on it. The yeah. in front of it, yeah. Right. It's an and old then, person thing. And then the last but not least, I would I would try to have a video game developed with me in it and the ideas to uh piss people off and all different um belivent things you can possibly do to people and get away with it. Almost like a Grand Theft Auto, but we're not gonna be killing people. Maybe like instead of using a gun, they're gonna get something else shot in their face, like baby showers, just putting it out oh, there. Geez. <laughs> oh jeez. The the object is like you know, I don't need to go with someone calling me today, but you need to. You got a whole phallic thing going on today. Yeah, seriously. John is out for revenge. This is like... Everybody's revenge getting... Revenge of his penis. Hey, that's what he's er- Everybody's getting throat yogurt shots in my game. Wow, I love it. <laughs> if, it's not, if, it's, if it's not talking to assholes, it's yogurt shots in the video game. I think we know where this is going, and that's Pornhub. This is it. Well, you know, maybe I'll make a production studio, but... Uh, I have a feeling that Mofo is not interested in being the main star. I, uh, I, I'm comfortable just working in the restoration shop, keeping, keeping things on a straight and narrow. Well, you know, and, we can start uh, off if, that if way. Alan needs, if Alan needs to be bailed out, don't worry. You can call me. I'll be stable on, on ground in Canada. But hold on, hold on. <laughs> let's explore this. Mofo, um, let's, so we're going to explain the scene because I think we'll, we'll have to do one. We'll have to have Mofo as the main art, uh, the main guy, and we'll, we'll pick a chick off of, uh, I don't know Queen Street, and uh, oh. we'll, you know. <laughs> what did I, what did I do wrong? <laughs> hopefully not. Wow. Hopefully not the one that I've witnessed a couple weeks ago, where she took off well, all her clothes and walked like, to, in the middle of the like intersection. Queen of Parliament, then to at least keep it classy. I think it was Jarvis. Oh. She literally like she literally took her clothes off at the corner, walked in the middle. Nobody freaking drove at this point, and I watched her take a shit in the middle of the street, and I couldn't move because oh I couldn't believe God. I witnessed that. So maybe we'll give her a call because she could probably use some blow. And uh, we'll uh, we'll get her to star in the movie with you. And uh, you know, we know that you're not well endowed, but that's that's okay. It's not about that. You know, we're we're here to support you. We're all a team. You know. Again with the dick comments. I'm living for this. I got I I, I got to get my Sigmund Freud uh, analysis book here. This hey, is fantastic. We'll call we'll call the production so- we'll call the production company Secret Sauce. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, folks, please don't forget, you can get all our gear at the teespring.com store. We're not selling any of that kind of gummies or um, bag of gummies, rather. Yet. Or, yet. Yeah, yet, yet. Or, uh, you know, the asshole candy or any of that stuff. But we do have the yoga pants. We do have the mask. We have the long mask. We have the short mask. It's for your face, just in case this is being misconstrued with our silliness. And we got the t-shirts and we got the hoodies. Feel free to support us. Even if you don't want to buy any of the gear, just share it with your friends. Maybe to Ford. Maybe uh, a like, any of that good stuff. Asher Moon, thank you very much for being on the show and putting up with my bullshit. Thank you so much for having me. I laughed enough in the last little bit to last me for the next week. So oh, delicious. And Alan, 
Smithy. It was a pleasure doing our first show together. And it, it I, was. Our, our, I pre, cannot, our first scene, you could say. I, that, I cannot oh. wait. I, I cannot wait till the next one. And Mofo, as always, it's a pleasure to speak with you. And you and I, like I said, we're the tame ones today. These you two know, are we, the, people, the, so. Alan Smith is The professionalism animal. is always on this side of the table, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Never quoted I'm in any other way. And blow and hookers <laughs> and guns. <laughs> oh, fuck. Feels like a but scene at a diehard. Seriously, Absolutely. but thank you again so much for having me on. And to all of the listeners, please feel free to look me up on all of the social media, Astro, various variations of Astro Moon Tarot on TikTok and Instagram and on Twitter. And have a happy holidays to everyone, whatever your happy holidays may be in this time of year, because everyone gets to celebrate something right now, and that's just so wicked. So I guess, I guess, or I guess I hope in this crazy time that everyone gets to, you know, share their love with the people closest to them. Definitely. That's it. That's my, that's my happy moment. message. That's my Hallmark moment. That Who the fuck are you? I should have I trademarked that whole thing after I said it. I really should have. Totally. Well, I'll tell you what. But, you can uh, go guys, see Thank Mo you very for... much for, uh, for listening. I do always appreciate uh, the, the well wishes in the comments. And I know Patrick actually just sent me another picture of uh, him, I guess, at Daytona Speedway there a couple weeks ago. So, uh, you keep that photo, and uh, I'm going to be taking a photo of me in the snow. And it's, it's not cocaine, it is snow, so just simmer down. <laughs> well, on that note, like, cocaine. Uh, oh, wow. I really do. <laughs> and, uh, anyway, but yeah, guys, thank you, as always, for the following and the listening. And uh, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, doing this with, uh, with you guys today. Other than John, it's always a pain in the ass. But <laughs> uh, I hope that you guys and our listeners have a, a wonderful uh, New Year's and that 2021 brings us... Uh, a lot better results than what we've been dealing with here in 2020. Dad, it's been a pleasure with uh, to finally get to talk to the great Mofo and uh, the great Astro. John, thanks again for having me on. Every time uh, you say come on the podcast, I'm always honored. So, um, uh, happy holidays, everybody. I love you all, and remember, uh, nine millimeter is your friend. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> this is right off the rails. Uh, Mofo, I just wanted you to know that Donna sent me a message. I know she was going to send it to you, but, uh, you know, with all the problems you're having downstairs, she wanted to send it to me. And, <laughs> you know, I just want to tell you, I really do enjoy Peterborough, the place of uh, the homemade darts and the selfies that seem to be coming through. I really appreciate it. Donna, hashtag Donna, I'm all about this life. Folks, I had so much fun talking with each and every one of you. It is always a pleasure. You're always welcome. And I, and I can't wait to all see the what the future God, brings. Though. Definitely. Happy 2021, folks. Happy New Year's. Don't get drunk. Don't do anything stupid unless you're, uh, yeah, unless you're ready to don't go to jail. Don't drink and drive. Yes, don't drink don't and drive. Don't drive. Don't do anything Absolutely. and drive. Actually, just don't drive. go out this year. Stay home. Yeah. Stay, I was going to say, just home. stay home. Stay home. Just stay home. Don't go out anywhere. Just do your do your drugs and do your booze and do everything at home yeah. and wake up naked in your bathtub and in your own self and just say, I've had a happy New Year. And look in your mailbox. There's probably chocolate for you. And remember, folks, always <laughs> go deep.